0: Welcome to the WOW Podcast with a womb. My name is Omomi and I am your host. How are you doing? I hope you're doing great. I hope you're doing well. And most importantly, I hope you are taking care of yourself, especially in a country like Nigeria and irrespective of everything happening around the world. Please do not forget to take care of yourself. It's a new month, and I hope this new month takes back all the negativities of the past months and bestows upon you the abundance of positivities that will make your life fabulous than it was before. Amen, somebody! (laughs) Now, today's episode is really, really dear to my heart, and I'm really, really excited because I have a special, special, special guest in the house. I mean, gosh, don't worry. You'll still find out who the person is, but just, you know, relax. Probably grab a drink and calm down. Calm down is the new slang right here. <laughs> so my guest, my guest, is one of the most prominent musicians in Nigeria, and his brand of music is recognized and enjoyed all over the world. The lyrics of his music a second to note, quotes, quotes on the lyrics, like the lyrics, yeah, <laughs> because they convey a lot of meaningful messages, words, and morals to be learned, aside from, you know, the beats they produce for dancing and entertainment. My guess: music creates like an understanding that goes beyond words. You will forget your troubles. And be lifted into another dimension, trust me. My guest also is a tireless performer, is a tireless life performer, a songwriter, an author, a poet, a music leader, a guitarist, and a mentor to a lot of youths around the world. Now I have three favorite quotes by my guests. Yes, I know you're already wondering you know, who this person is. <laughs> I have three favorite quotes yeah, by my guest, And one is, when you use your life as a blessing to the world around you, then your life has become a success. In case you want to put that down, grab a pencil or a or a pen or whatever, Better the Bible at the same thing, literally. The second one is okay, let me come again. The first one is when you use your life as a blessing to the world around you, then your life has become a success. The second one is you cannot be happy if your neighbor is not at peace, and you cannot be at peace if your neighbor is not happy. And the third one is you are only as rich as the poorest in your community. So who is this guest? He, 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 roll the drums, roll the drums, roll the drums. There's no other person that, <laughs> okay, I promise I'm not going to take your time, but you're know, you in for a ride on this episode. Okay, my guest, my guest, I'm going to, let me just count down, let me count down. My guest is Dr. Oloshegun. Akinlulu, a.k.a. Beautiful Nubia. Yes, now we have to roll the drums a little higher. (laughs) Thank you so much for coming on this episode. I am so honored and excited that you will be sharing and teaching us from your wealth of knowledge in this episode. Thank you so much for coming. So we'll go right into the topic. We'll go right into the topic. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yeah, you're welcome. Coming on the Wild WOW Podcast. So what we talk about, we talk about issues concerning women, children, and family. That's what we discuss in the Wild WOW Podcast. And I know that the right person to discuss this topic. There's no other, no other, no other, no other person than beautiful Nubia. Yes, beautiful Nubia. So um, the topic is children, children being some parents' um, retirement plan. Is it good or bad? What's your, what's your opinion about it? What's your take about it? Because um, this part of the world some people create kids so, so that they can support them in their old age and times have changed actually times have changed and people some put their children as investments that's the truth and they keep having these kids hoping that when they grow old they'll have something to follow during their old age and um they treat, some people treat their children as yes. investments. And then they keep having lots of children because they want to be able to one more. <laughs> That's it. If, you, if, if there's any prayer in Nigerian parents love the most, you will reap the fruit of your labor. Yes, they will say amen, amen, amen to that. Everybody, everybody wants their kids to be able to take care of them. But in a country like Nigeria, it has failed a lot of people. It has failed a lot of people and a lot of children are fighting battles that their parents never even won. But the parents feel that okay, the children can win it for them. And at the end of the day, the children owe them houses, owe them cars, and so many things. So Yeah, well. I want to know what you think about it. I want to know what you think well, about it.
1: Well like what's your
0: take? When children,
1: they... The thing about um, raising children, it's a very touchy issue. And many people do not like you to tell them how to raise their children, right? Because you weren't there when they were having these children or going through the stress of having them and raising them. And anybody who's had a child and had to raise a child knows that it's not an easy job. So perhaps it's not our place to tell people how to go about parenting uh, but I think we can borrow from the wisdom of our elders and that is how society, as we are African societies, have always you know, been, that we can borrow from the wisdom of those who have done this before us and those who have walked this road before us. And what we know is that with child rearing, when raising children, it's what you put in that you get out, end of the day. If you so love your children, if you so strength in them, if you teach them to be brave and courageous, if you teach them to be groundbreakers, yeah, they might go, they may go on. See, that's the thing. You are never sure totally, right? But you know that there's a high uh, chance that they will become what you want them to become. So if you set out, you know, investing in your children in the hopes that one day they will pay you back, huh? as if you are putting money in a bank, if that is how you know, one has gone about it, there are chances that that might never happen as well. And so you, a child might grow up and decide that they don't owe you anything. They may grow up and actually buy into the idea that you're just doing your job as a parent. Because do not forget that a parent's job, and this is how I've always seen it. I'm not saying this is how all of you should see it, but I just say this is how I see it based on what we learned from our ancestors. Uh, and what we've learned from around the world, we human beings have been raising children since time immemorial, that a, a child comes to you, you know, it's not your, really your child. A child comes to you, and it's a gift to you, and it is your job as a parent, whether you wanted to have child, that child or not, you know, whether that a child happened by accident, they say, oh, I didn't plan to have a child, I just got pregnant, yeah, but now you have a child. That child is a gift to you, a gift that you must value, and treasure and guide our job as parents is to protect those children and guide them until they're able to take care of themselves and those are the key words we guide and protect them until they're able to do the same things for themselves until they're able to get guide themselves and protect themselves and the moment where your child is able to guide himself to protect himself you've done your job your job is done The rest now is for the child to go on and live live his own life. And if you have done a good job, if you have given them the right values, if you have taught them the right lessons, they will be a blessing to you and to society. You don't even ask, you don't have to ask for it. You wouldn't have to ask for it. A child who has been well-raised, who has been raised with love, who has been raised, you know, to be kind, who has been raised to, you know, to always want to, to give, such a child, you don't have to remind them to take care of you if in your old age you get sick or you don't have, you know. That's the way I've always seen it.
0: That was really eye-opening, like I've really learned so much. What how about children who don't take care of their, <clears throat> their parents while they're alive, but when they die, they create loud burial, and then they renovate their parents' houses. But when parents were alive, they didn't do any of that and then people automatically think that okay they are going to suffer for it or something like
1: that okay mm, sh- should i go ahead yes please yeah well i think um uh, as a as a child as an offspring you know of someone uh, there's a duty i know many people don't like to hear that I'm sure many young people who are on the fast lane they don't like to hear that they don't like to feel like that They have a duty to their you have a duty to your environment, to your society, uh, to your well, if you can say your your community. But you have you have, you have a very big duty also to your family. Uh, but that duty, I think it depends on other family also has treated you. If your family has been one that didn't give you love, I think it's going to be difficult to find who's going to have, who's going to have that large heart to give back to someone who never gave to him. I think that's what you're going to find with a lot of people who do this thing where, you know, they don't take care of their parents when they're alive. And then when the parent dies, they go and throw a big party. <laughs> they are not throwing that party for that parent. They are throwing it for themselves so that they can show people that they have yeah. arrived. Can show them, you know, that's not, it's not about the parent. Those who love their parents, huh? those who really love their parents, they take care of them while they're alive. And that, that's what you do. Now, when they're dead, you may decide to, oh, I'm going to yeah. name a house after my mother, or I'm going to uh, you know, build a school and name after my mother. You know, people do those kind of things to carry the names of their ancestors forward. But they don't just go and lavish and throw money around when somebody is dead. Uh, often, the other thing you have to remember is if people have worked hard for their money, honest work, and Nigerians don't like to hear this, but many of our people are very dishonest. Uh-huh, and their money has not come to the right means. When you have worked hard for your money, through honest means, you don't go and waste it. And so often, yeah. you know, I've, I've had this in my family where my father died and we had a family exactly. meeting and we discussed, how are we going to celebrate this? Should we let the neighbors know that lose children have made it? Because that's sometimes, that's what it is, is that you want to show the world that his children have made it. And we all agreed that we didn't have to do that. That we didn't have to tell anybody that we had made it. There was no need. Because yeah. if our father, my father was sick for almost seven years before he died. If we could, if we let mm-hmm. us hope we gave him the best we could, the best health care we could in those seven years that he was sick. If we did that, then we have shown the world that we, you know, we made it. Because there's no need then to do a party and throw money around. Or, you know, when what we actually felt when he died was some kind of relief that he was out of that pain. We were just relieved. Thank goodness the man is, you know, at least he can rest now. You know. Uh, so it's mm. it's it, 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 if you don't raise your children well. Because it all all goes back to how you raise your children. If you raise your children properly, if you raise them with love, if you've taught them all the right lessons, and these lessons that I keep talking about everywhere I go, that we teach them to value hard work, to value, you know, respect for nature, respect for the environment, respect for people, respect for due process, respect for truth. We teach our children patience and humility and perseverance. We teach them contentment. See, when our children have learned all this, when they grow up, they will take care of their of their of their elders they will take they will take care of whoever is in need they will take care of their parents and they will know that it is important what is important is what you do while the person is alive not when they are done when they are gone because they say, they say they it's a, a, a culture and it's a horrible and it's not Yoruba culture okay. it's not African culture the people say it's African it's a very modern thing that people started doing from around the 70s where people will Mm -hmm. just bring that, you know, money that they don't even have. Many people will go to banks and take loans to do burial ceremonies. You know, and then after the burial, they will be in debt. (laughs) Uh You know, I think it all speaks to (laughs) a sense of emptiness in our people. And those are things that, you know, in this new generation, we have to start fighting against to help ourselves, to recalibrate our heads, to recalibrate our minds, that, you know, we should do the right things at the right time. When a parent is alive, is when you owe them your love and your, you know, your care. Uh, you take care of them while they are alive. When they are dead, of course, you know, if there's the tradition that you do a party, of course you do a party. But everything within any child who's been well raised will know that anyway. So I think it all it all goes back goes back to the parents. How do you raise your children? How did
0: you raise your children? Okay, thank you. Sir. Lastly, let's turn the tables now. Because in a country like Nigeria, a lot of a lot of youths are fighting so many battles. Things are not working. There are no jobs. There's no money anywhere. What of children who sees their parents as retirement plans? Some of them are hoping on the houses their parents leave behind. Some are hoping on their parents' companies. Are adults dependent on their parents. In fact, some parents have to send allowances to even married children that are married now. So what do you think well, about children? Yeah, that like I said, their ultimately, it all goes that's back to how you raise your
1: children. If you raise them to be upstanding, self-sustaining human beings, they will never look to you or anybody else for support. If you've raised... So this is for all those... Well, things are. I know things are difficult.
0: But in a country like that, yeah, essentially, okay. what, what happened like, early this year, the lockdown and everything, so many people lost their jobs, and then they took yeah, loans. But that's, but that's, but, but that's part experience. of it. That's had part
1: of community. Out.
0: Some people For example, had, so it's, it's there's
1: nothing no- wrong in a parent-child. In fact, there are some parents who have their children till they die. Some parents are like that. Don't forget that there, there are some generations that had a better time than some of us, than another generation. Mm-hmm. Some people... Uh-huh, you know, there are people who, in their time, were easy able to get jobs. When I was 25, yeah. at 25, I was already a manager in a company. I mean, 25-year-olds have, have jobs now in Nigeria. And that's the thing, right? So if one well, generation has had it easier, and if they have the funds, then yeah. it's duty the to help the next generation. As, as long, it doesn't... There's no point where you stop taking care of your child. No point. <laughs> so if you have money, or if you have the means, uh-huh, and your child is 40, your child is 50, <laughs> and your yeah. child needs help, you, you have to support them. And if it's a if it, if it, if it child that has, the child will support you as well. This is, what, this is what community is, helping ourselves. That's what community is. What is wrong is when you have a child who is lazy, who doesn't want to do anything, who's depending mm-hmm. on the parents. Uh-huh. A child who has been raised poorly, who has been badly raised by parents, who constantly depends on the parents, who's always looking to his parents. Uh-huh. Even if I don't do it, they will do it for me. That is what is wrong. But when it comes to the economic situation in Nigeria, where things are so difficult, I think those networks are so important. The network of the family, the community, where we're able to help ourselves, whoever us can share with others. I think that is so, we cannot kill that. Because that system, we need it. In many Western countries, in Europe and North America, all that is lost now. People just say, what is mine is mine. But at least thankfully in Africa, we're still able to do that thing where people think, what is mine, I have to share. You know, it's not just mine. I have to share. We have to encourage that kind of spirit. You know, even whether it's between parents and children or children, you know, children giving to parents. But either way, you know, it doesn't really. But what I think is wrong is the first thing you mentioned, the idea of kids who just look up to their parents who are thinking. You, even Yoruba said it. Yeah? Mm. You know, if you're you constantly thinking, okay. oh, I'm looking forward to what my parents have. Maybe one day they will die. And then I will inherit all this business and all this. But what you know what we have not worked hard for? We cannot sustain it. You go and find out. Most businesses that were just handed over to children who aren't well-trained, they just destroy those businesses, you know? And so yeah. uh-huh, it, it, it all goes back to also how we raise our children. If we raise our children well, they will not be looking up to us for sustenance. But in this economic environment that we are in right now, uh, they should be helping their children even if the child is 50 years old. Because at that point, it's a qu- question of community support, supporting ourselves. That's a different thing entirely.
0: Okay, okay. So, so lastly, 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 most of my listeners are women, women who are just starting, who just maybe gave birth and then I have some huge who listen to, I also have men who listen. So what is your advice to parents generally?
1: I think- reading. I think they're the most blessed people if they're listening to this, you know, because often many parents will tell you, but nobody told me, nobody told me. So at least if you're lucky that you're listening to this now, you can Mm. say, I told you, I'm telling you now. And I'm not telling you from my wisdom, I'm telling you from the wisdom of our ancestors. And this is wisdom that has always been around, that a child, when you have a child, is a big blessing, even if you didn't want to have that child, because somebody listening might not say, say, well, I didn't even want to have this child. You know, even if you didn't want to have a child, the child is with you now. Every child is an opportunity for us to influence the future positively. You think about that. Every child is a blessing to society. And when you are in a position to raise a child, it is your duty to treat them with love, to feed them love, and to value them and to teach them certain things, which I will mention again. Now I've already mentioned them, I'm going to mention it again. Uh, I've become like a broken record. I say it everywhere I go. because if you're going to change society, if you're Mm -hmm. going to build good societies, if you want to have, you know, as a parent, you want to sleep well, when when, when you're old, you want to have a clear conscience and be happy on your deathbed, thinking, I have raised good children. Then you have to do these things. You have to teach your children how to work, how to do hard work. Teach them that you cannot achieve anything without work. They cannot be lazy. They have to work. And honest work. We're talking about honest work. Teach your children to always speak the truth. Teach them to always be brave and courageous, to not be afraid of challenges. Teach them to have perseverance. Teach them to have patience. And finally, teach them to be contented with whatever they have. Now, this is the duty of parents. Our job is to guide and protect children until they are ready to stand on their own feet. And so, if you are listening to me right now as a parent, so thank I think you so you have much. You blessed. You have you have a good opportunity to influence the kids. Okay. <laughs> so do your job.
0: Thank you so much. So I, I I want to give like just five 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 of my listeners. I don't know what question to ask. I don't know how to go about it. But I want to give them some beautiful new activities. So I don't maybe the first person to go and write something on beautiful new as wall, and I'll, I'll think about it. But I want to give. I want to give
1: five people. Yes. Good music. Yes. From yes, yes. That's 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 a good, a good <laughs> idea.
0: Okay, so I'm, I'm, yes, yeah, so I will I will give them I'll think of something maybe the person thing to go and follow and write okay from our podcast yes, or something. Yes. I don't the know person, but maybe I the
1: first five people would, who will say they listen to this program and, uh, who, and what they learned from it. And then that, that, that way you will know that they actually listen.
0: Okay, okay. There you have it. A huge shout out to Dr. Lucia lulu also known as Beautiful Nubia, for enlightening us because personally this episode has been an eye opener. I want us to remember that it all boils down to how we raise our kids. Raise your children with enough love so they will willingly look after you. Thanks for listening. Until next time, my name is Omomi, signing out.